0: Should you include episode numbers in your episode titles? Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. If your podcast uses episode numbers, you have multiple options for how to display them. Here's some guidance to help you decide what's best for you, your podcast, and your audience. But I'll give you this warning. It's unfortunately more complicated than it should be and strap in because this episode's a doozy to address all of the aspects of this subject and you will want to follow along with the show notes for this as much as you can either tap or swipe inside of your app especially if your app shows images from show notes or go to the audacity to slash numbers in titles Because I will have some screenshots that you will probably want to see. I'll explain them to you anyway, but you will probably want to actually see what some of these screenshots from Apple Podcasts look like so you can know what I'm talking about with how certain things display. So before we try to answer this question of should you include episode numbers in your episode titles and how, this really begs the question, and yes, it does beg the question, do you even need episode numbers? I actually originally intended this episode to be about whether you should even use episode numbers, but I remembered that I'd done an episode about it previously, so I went back and listened to that episode from May 2014. The episode was called, Are Episode Numbers Really Necessary? And I have a link to that in the notes for this episode. And listening to that episode, I think I already addressed that question in enough detail in that old but still timeless episode. So if you're wondering, are episode numbers really necessary, go back and listen to that episode where I discussed it in extreme detail and gave a bunch of illustrations and examples and thoughts for you to ponder. Listen to that if you haven't heard it already or if you're still thinking about this question of do episode numbers even matter for your podcast. But I'll summarize it and give some very brief updated thoughts here before we move on because it's important enough to refresh in the context of this conversation. In short, think of it this way. Does your audience need episode numbers? Now, the emphasis there is not on need. It's on your audience. Do they need episode numbers? If not, then neither does your podcast. But if you answered yes, you think your audience needs episode numbers, then here's my follow-up question. Do they, quote, need, unquote, episode numbers because you make your audience need them? Are you forcing them to need episode numbers or do they actually need episode numbers truly? That's something you have to think about. And when thinking about whether your podcast needs episode numbers, you also need to consider possible confusions. For example, if you wrote a title, an episode number in your title, like two period space ways to skin a cat, that could easily be misunderstood as there being only two ways to skin a cat. And there might be many more ways. As we all know, there are plenty of ways to skin a cat, unless you watch that old movie from the 90s, Blank Check, where they explain there's only one way to skin a cat. Regardless, a title like that with the episode number in front of it could lead to some confusion. And is that episode number even necessary in that case? Probably not. And having it there might even lead to confusion. There's also the possible confusion of multiple numbers together. Like if your episode title with the episode number read like this, 10 period, space, nine ways to be awesome. Well, that just looks like a mistake. Is it 10 ways to be awesome? Or is it nine ways to be awesome? Or is it 109 ways to be awesome and there's just a typo in the middle? See, you want to avoid confusion like that. And sometimes using episode numbers can lead to confusion that you really don't need. Generally, I think most podcasts don't need episode numbers, especially if episode titles frequently already start with numbers, like five ways to do this or top 10 things that, and I think most podcasts then would be better to not use episode numbers. The only kind of podcasts that I would say with confidence do need episode numbers because the audience needs them are those that need to be consumed in a particular order. For example, a fiction podcast that only makes sense chronologically, And by the way, this is a great use for the serial podcast type. There could also be a training series where each episode builds on the previous episode, like lessons in a course. So you need to go through that show chronologically in order to really understand what's being taught. That's a good case for episode numbers. And any show that discusses other chronological content, like fan podcasts about book series, movie sagas, serialized TV shows... Anything like that that covers that topic across multiple episodes. And when I say serialized TV shows, I mean those where you have to watch every episode in order for the show to make sense. And many of the shows are like that these days. And also consider historical miniseries too, where maybe you have a rise and fall of Rome miniseries in your podcast about history, and that miniseries needs to be consumed in a particular order. But it's okay if your audience listens to your miniseries about British history separately, like before or after they listen to your series about Rome. But when they're in that series, they need to listen to it chronologically. That's a good case for episode numbers. So these are some of the situations where I think episode numbers are really important so people can listen to them in a particular order and they need to know that order to listen to those episodes. If you use episode numbers to point your audience to a slash number URL for your show notes or sharing the episode or anything like that, then you can probably still do without episode numbers. I hear several podcasters say this, well, I need episode numbers. My audience needs them because that's how they get to the show notes as I tell them, visit myawesomepodcast.com slash five. Well, this is one of those situations where they need that episode number because you're making them need the episode number. But what you could do instead is switch to a keyword-based URL. That's what I've done with the Audacity to Podcast. Ever since that old episode about episode numbers, that's when I started using keyword-based URLs, like for this episode, it's theaudacitypodcast.com/numbers-in-titles. Now, there are some exceptions to this concept of using keyword-based URLs instead of episode number URLs, like a news podcast that covers so many stories that there's no one logical keyword and a date-based URL would be even more complicated. So that could also be a good case for using episode numbers where you could say, if you want the notes and citations and references to hear more about these stories, then visit the notes for episode number 100 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 100 or whatever your URL is. So with the assumption that your show does need episode numbers, let's consider how to best display them with your episode titles. Again, follow along with the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash numbers in titles or tap or swipe inside of your app to get to the notes there, especially if your app shows images, which I'll be talking about in just a little bit. First, use the episode number RSS tags. Before diving in, I should define that namespaces are the way to extend features of an RSS feed. RSS is built on XML. XML stands for extensible markup language. And the way that you extend the RSS feed Is with namespaces. Both the Apple Podcasts RSS spec called the iTunes namespace, unfortunately it is still iTunes in that case, and Podcasting 2.0's Podcast namespace offer RSS tags for episode numbers. If you ever look at the raw code in your RSS feed, you can easily spot namespace added tags by anything that has a colon inside of the tag. That's in between the greater than and less than signs. For example, iTunes colon image. That's from the iTunes namespace. It has that colon in there. Or content colon encoded is from the content namespace. Podcast colon whatever is from the podcast namespace from Podcasting 2.0. For Apple Podcasts, the episode number tag is iTunes colon episode. So even though it says just episode, it's episode number. It accepts only a number. For Podcasting 2.0, the tag is podcast colon episode. So similar thing, just a different namespace used, podcast instead of iTunes. But of course, the podcasting 2.0 tag offers a lot more features. You can use decimals, which you can't do that with the iTunes episode tag. You have to use only whole numbers one and up. But in the podcast namespace episode number tag, you can do 20.5 if you want it for partial or in between episodes. But I don't actually recommend that kind of numbering. The Podcasting 2.0 tag also lets you change the display text, such as Chapter 6 or Day 6, instead of Episode 6. And I recommend that you use both of these tags as well as you can until all apps upgrade to the modern Podcasting 2.0 standard. So plan to use both tags indefinitely, pretty much. When you use these episode number tags, modern podcast apps can more intelligently display the episode number in more appropriate contexts and even ensure proper chronological playback that is when combined with the serial podcast type tag where that podcast must absolutely be consumed in chronological order according to those episode numbers. Apple started this episode number tag with the release of iOS 11 back in 2017 and the Apple podcast app provides great examples of how the episode numbers might be displayed. Here's a little bit of an overview. Although there are many conditions to this and it gets complicated at times. That's unfortunate. So in a list of episodes, the episode number might be added to the beginning of an episode title, like five period space, starting your website. Now displaying like that with the five in the title requires also using the iTunes title tag, which I'll explain that later on in this episode. Also, when opening the episode inside of Apple Podcasts, the episode number might be displayed above the title with other meta information. This might look like the date, the episode number, and the length of the episode number. So July 20, bullet point, episode 5, bullet point, 47 minutes. Sometimes the episode number might not display at all until you open or play the episode, or it might even stop displaying when you open or play the episode. So you might see it everywhere else except there, or you might see it only there, And that's where the complexity comes in, because it depends on how you use some of the other RSS tags. Pocket Cast, by the way, was another app quick to support Apple's new tags for episode numbers, season numbers, and all of that. So it displays the episode numbers very similarly. And as Podcasting 2.0 apps are being developed, they're usually already including support for the podcast colon episode tag as well, so that they can display episode numbers but relying on the modern podcasting 2.0 spec instead of the old iTunes namespace. Then use your web page field if you have one available. You might have your podcast website from your podcast hosting provider such as Captivate, or you might have your website on WordPress with a great podcast theme like second line themes, or a third party tool for creating and managing your website like Podpage or a podcast page. And by the way, I'll have a future episode about how to choose from these three basic options. And if you're interested in checking out any of them, I have links to all of these I just mentioned inside of the notes for this episode. Now, each of these website management methods might offer an episode number field that, like the RSS tag, allows the website to display the number in better places and maybe use it for some additional features like a special player, a badge, displaying it in certain places and such. On the Audacity to Podcast website, I enter the episode number in a field that Second Line Themes gives me, because I use Second Line Themes' two-cent theme on my website, and I really like that theme. Mm -hmm. This displays the episode number along with post-meta information, like the date, the category, the length, and the comments. But the episode number does not display inside of the title anymore. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. So I've got some screenshots of this in the notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash numbers in Titles. If you look at my homepage at com, or you do a search, you'll see episodes with the thumbnail, the title, and there's the meta information just below the title of the episode where it shows the date, the episode number, the category, the length, and the number of comments. It also displays very similarly if you click into that episode and visit the episode webpage like you would on this very show notes URL, theaudacitytopodcast.com slash numbers in titles, you'll see the title in big text at the top of the page. And then just underneath that little text, that's the meta information. There's the date, the episode number, my name in there as the author, which I'm the only author for content on my site right now. There's the length of the episode and number of comments, then the player, then the actual written content of the episode. Now I chose this way for my show because for now, at least I do still populate the episode number field, but This tiny little text on my site, both on the episode listings or post listings view, as well as when you tap into the episode on my page, that's about as prominent as my episode numbers get on my website right now. I don't use the episode numbers in the titles on my site because I don't think the episode numbers matter to you, my audience. Now we get into where this gets complicated because... You need to understand how episode numbers work with the separate title tags that are available for your podcast and for your website. Depending on how you create your website and RSS feed, you could have up to six places to insert an episode title. And here they are. Number one, the RSS feed items future, because it doesn't exist yet, podcast colon title tag from the podcasting 2.0 namespace when this tag is finalized. This is the tag that Podcasting 2.0 apps would use. Number two, the RSS feed items iTunes colon title tag from the iTunes namespace, which is the title Apple Podcasts and a few other apps will use first. Number three, the RSS feed items title tag, which is the fallback if number one and number two are missing or unsupported. Number four, The web page's HTML metadata titles for social networks, which show an embedded preview when the post is shared on some social networks, like a card view of it. Number five, the web page's HTML title tag, which shows in the tab the bookmarks, the search engine previews, and is the default message text for social sharing. Now, it's the message text, not like number four, the text inside of the card, But number five is about the text that might share, like on Twitter, for example, shares whatever is that HTML title, unless it's overridden. And number six, the post title or heading, which is usually inside of an H1 HTML tag. And this is what shows prominently on the web page as the title of that content. So it's probably the biggest text on the page is that H1 tag, and that's the post title or heading for that particular post. Now you might have noticed That of these six different areas, this is also the general order of priority and fallback. Or put another way, all publishing systems let you enter the post title and then likely carry that up that chain that I shared. So then they carry that post title over into the HTML title and that populates the RSS item title. And that's what's used in podcast apps and social shares and all of that stuff. But if you use a higher on this list, if you use number one, That will take precedence over number two, which takes precedence over number three and so on. Most apps will follow this order of priority and fallback, falling all the way back to whatever is that title in the HTML is probably what the title is in the RSS feed. But some systems give you full control to write each title separately. And why would you use that? Well, for episode numbers, is one really good reason to leverage that extra control to write a potentially different title for each one of these six places. First, let's crush a myth that came from a misunderstanding. This is unfortunately a little complicated, which is probably why it was so easily misunderstood and which led to this myth being spread around. And here's the truth. Apple will not kick out your podcast if you have episode numbers in your normal episode titles. But if you use Apple's iTunes colon title tag, it must contain only the title. No episode numbers, no season numbers, and no podcast name. That is the name of your overall podcast. If you violate this rule of putting episode numbers in Apple's iTunes colon title tag, that could lead to a suspension. But to say it again, you won't get in trouble for episode numbers in the normal title tag of your episodes. If that wasn't complex enough, the complexity continues. If you use the iTunes colon episode tag for episode numbers, but don't use the iTunes colon title tag then this episode number will probably display only when opening the episode or maybe playing the episode, depending on some other factors with your RSS feed. This is where you'll want to look at the show notes for this episode at com slash numbers in titles. I made a few examples of the Audacity to Podcast that use this method to demonstrate this. And you can see this, at least right now, inside of Apple Podcasts. I took screenshots, put them in the show notes so you can see this in case I ever change this in the future. So if you look at a few episodes, and in my particular case, I took a screenshot of episodes from October 5th, October 12th, and October 19th of 2022, and you do not see the episode numbers. I didn't put episode numbers in the titles. I did put episode numbers in the iTunes colon episode tag for each of the episodes. But when you look at the listing of those three episodes together you see the date of those episodes, the title, and the description, but you don't see an episode number there. If you then tap or click, and this is the same in both the desktop Apple Podcast app as well as the iOS Apple Podcast app. This does not apply to the old iTunes version that's still on old macOS systems and Windows systems. You've opened the episode. At the top, you will see the date, then the episode number, then the length of the episode, Then the title of the episode in big text, and underneath of that is the title of the show, The Audacity to Podcast. That's how it's displaying right now. And again, this is because I used the iTunes episode tag, but I did not use the iTunes title tag. I have just a regular title, but I'm not putting the episode number in that regular title. So in this case, Apple Podcasts is displaying the episode number when opening the episode view, but not in the episode player when you're playing an episode or in the list of episodes of my show. But if you appropriately use both the iTunes colon episode tag for episode number and the iTunes colon title tag on episodic podcast type, which almost every podcast out there is episodic, and that's the default type. So if you don't define a type for your show, it's assumed to be episodic. The only other type right now is serial. And that's for podcasts that must be consumed in a particular order. So again, if you populate both the iTunes episode tag and the iTunes title tag, and your show is episodic episode type, which it is unless you've defined it otherwise, then Apple Podcast shows the episode numbers in the title within the episode list, as I show in another screenshot in the show notes, where then you see similar to before. You see the date of each episode, and these episodes that I'm using, for example, at this time are from October 26th, November 2nd, and November 16th, 2022. You'll see those dates as you did before, but now you'll see an episode number with a period and space before the episode title, and this is in the listing of the episodes. And this is because for these three episodes, I used both iTunes colon episode tag and iTunes colon title tag. I did not put episode numbers in any of the titles. I put episode numbers only in those iTunes colon episode tags for each of these three episodes, and then Apple Podcasts is automatically displaying the episode numbers in the titles. Even though I didn't put them in the titles, Apple Podcasts is for the sake of how it looks. And that's how it displays for a podcast that's using both of those tags, but is episodic and not serial. Even when using both tags properly, though, the episode number will not display in the episode player. Tap on one of those episodes and it will look the same if I'm using iTunes colon title or if I'm not using iTunes colon title, but when you play it, you still won't see the episode number. And that kind of makes sense because the episode number is not so important in this context. But if the podcast type is serial, then the episode numbers will display in both the minimized and full screen players in Apple Podcasts, along with a season number if there is a season, which I'll do a separate episode about how to use seasons in your titles. And even the episode numbers will display differently in the episode lists. I randomly selected a serial type podcast that I could find inside of Apple Podcasts to illustrate this, and that's RABBITS. That's in all caps in case you want to look up that podcast yourself, but I've got some screenshots of it In the show notes for this episode as well. For Rabbit's podcast, they are also using the iTunes episode tag for episode numbers. They're also using the iTunes colon title tag for their titles, just like I have for a few of these examples of the Audacity to Podcast. But the big difference for them is instead of being an episodic podcast type, which most podcasts are unless they define otherwise, their podcast is a serial podcast type which then triggers some slightly different behavior inside of Apple Podcasts and a couple other apps as well. So if you look at the episode list inside of Apple Podcasts, and I have a screenshot in the show notes, it will look somewhat similar at a glance to how the Audacity to Podcast looks. But now instead of the date above the episode titles, it displays the episode number. It says episode one, episode two, episode three, and so on. And since the show is also using seasons, then they have these episodes broken into seasons where then they have a section header that says season one and then under that is episode one episode two episode three or currently at the time of this recording they're on season two so you'll see season two then episode one episode two and episode three with the titles below where it says episode one episode two and episode three and so on so that displays differently it's not putting the episode number in the title but it's now putting the episode number where the date used to be in the episode list. So it's interesting that they don't put it in the title, but I think a good reason for that, at least in Apple Podcasts, is how Apple Podcasts will behave when a podcast is marked as Serial. And that is that when you play a season or when you follow a podcast, it will by default get the whole current season or latest season and start playing at the beginning of that season. And then it will use the episode numbers to determine what to play next. So that's why they don't put the episode numbers in the titles, because you as an audience member on Apple Podcasts don't need the episode numbers, since Apple Podcasts will ensure the episodes play in the correct order for you. See, what Apple Podcasts is doing in this case is it's making a decision that you're going to want to listen to these in order, but because we're making sure... Automatically, that you listen to them in order, you really don't need to see the episode numbers. And I think that's a smart decision. It's just redundant for you to see the episode numbers so prominently because the reason you would want to see them is already being taken care of for you. So, thus, you don't need to see them. But they do still display the episode numbers just in smaller text now. And then when you tap or click onto an episode to open it, or when you play the episode, you will see the season number and episode number. With the episode title. So if you open the episode and not played it yet, you'll see the season number, if there is a season number, and then the episode number, and then a bullet point, and then the length of the episode above the title of that episode. Just like with the Audacity to podcast, you saw the date, then a bullet point, then an episode number, bullet point, and then the length of the episode. So they've replaced the date, or they've completely removed the date, and then instead put in the season if it's there and episode number plus still keeping in the length of the episode. Again, I have screenshots of this in the notes for the, this episode at podcast.com slash numbers in titles. This is complicated, right? <sighs> yeah, it is. And it's unfortunate that there are so many conditions to this. If you do this, then it triggers this view. If you do that, it triggers that view. If you do this, that, that. <sighs> in Apple Podcasts and other apps that use this iTunes colon title or podcast colon title. And I would suspect any Podcasting 2.0 app would prioritize the podcast colon title tag over the iTunes colon title. But anyway, that title, that special title, iTunes colon title or podcast colon title, will be used instead of the normal title tag. And if you don't use those specialized tags, then whatever text you put in that normal title tag will display in all podcast apps. The only exception I've seen to this is for Overcast, and this is somewhat of an aside, and maybe a couple other apps do this or did do this, where they remove verbatim repetitions from the start of your episode titles. And the reason they would do that is to try to remove where people put in their podcast name at the beginning of every episode title. For example, Emily Prokop's old but still great and timeless podcast, The Story Behind, used to title all episodes similarly, where they would be called the story behind thing, whatever that thing was. But then Overcast and a couple other apps would then see that and realize this is the same text. These three words, the story behind, the story behind, the story behind, are repeated across all of the episodes. So let's just remove that. And then Overcast would display the title as simply thing. Now that would be smart in other cases, but in the case of the story behind, I thought there was a good reason to title the episodes the story behind whatever that thing was. Even though it was a front-loaded pattern, the title still made sense. She wasn't forcing a weird thing into there. The title made total sense to say the story behind thing. But she has since edited her titles and removed the story behind from her episode titles, even though it was a good case for leaving it in. But now her episode titles simply say "Thing." And whatever that thing is. So that aside of how some apps will try to smartly clean up episode titles, most apps will just display whatever you put in that title tag. And as these screenshots that I've shared and explained demonstrate, how you use other tags also affects how your episode numbers display in Apple Podcasts and some other apps. I think this is good. It means you actually have more control over how your episode information displays. And the whole reason Apple did this is to improve the experience for your current and potential audiences. So that episode number can display more prominently where it needs to, less prominently where it needs to. I think that's a good thing. If you want to force your episode number to always display in the episode titles, then put it in your normal title tag and ignore the iTunes colon episode tag. But I think it's much better to leverage all of these tags so that you get some optimized display. And by the way, Apple Podcasts likes to see podcasts using the tags to the fullest extent to really optimize how the podcast displays inside of Apple Podcasts app. So when Apple is looking for podcasts to feature, they like to feature podcasts that really show off what Apple Podcasts can do. So if you want to increase your chances, and this is not one of those things like, here's the secret to get featured in Apple Podcasts. No, not at all. This is simply increasing your chances. And if you have a really good podcast and Apple reaches out to you and says, hey, we want to feature you, they will probably ask you to do this anyway if you're not already doing it. But you could potentially increase your chances of getting featured by leveraging these tags so that your podcast looks great inside of Apple Podcasts because it's using all of these tags appropriately. So all of that technical mess is how episode numbers will potentially display with your titles, depending on what you do. And yes, I'm, I hate that it's so complicated. I'm so sorry for that. I wish it was better. I think it will get better someday. Just right now, it's complicated. But moving on from all of that complexity, and definitely look at the show notes to see those screenshots and to see some of the code that I've listed there. You might even want to just go back and read the article with this episode if you're having trouble grasping some of this. And I do not blame you at all. It's complicated. I hate that it's this complicated. Those show notes are at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash numbers in titles. But moving on from that mess. Next, put episode numbers in normal titles. As fallbacks. And yes, this is acceptable. So get that idea out of your mind if you've had it put in there by someone else. The episode numbers in your titles get you kicked out of Apple Podcasts. No, they don't. But you can if you want. And if episode numbers are necessary to your audience, which we're assuming for this episode, then you can put those episode numbers in your normal titles and they'll be used as the fallbacks. See, all of this complicated mess of the different titles and ways of displaying episode numbers. Yeah, it can be overwhelming, but remember this, it still is entirely acceptable to put your episode numbers in your normal title tag, and you could even just leave it at that. I do still suggest using the iTunes colon episode and iTunes colon title tags if you want to leverage the smarter display features in Apple Podcasts and similar apps and also thus increase your chances of being featured, but the title tag is the fallback and still what most apps will use. So if you need to show episode numbers in every podcast app, then put the episode number in this normal title. Then you can add the extra iTunes colon title and podcast colon title tags and the iTunes colon episode and podcast colon episode tag for the numbers to then make your podcast appear better in those apps that use those more modern features. But then they'll fall back to the normal title with your episode in it, however you've written it. Yeah, this might seem redundant because it is, but that redundancy is necessary to fully leverage the features in all the apps and then provide the proper feedback when features aren't supported. And unfortunately, because of how diverse, and this is both a strength and a weakness, but because of how diverse all of the podcast apps are out there, I really do recommend that you build in some fallbacks so that things will look the way you want them to in the Internet Explorer version 6 of all podcast apps out there, and then leverage the great features that Podcasting 2.0 provides, and even the iTunes namespace with how you can optimize how things look inside of Apple Podcasts. Then next, put episode numbers in post titles for website visitors, maybe. Depending on whether your website smartly uses episode numbers, you might want to put episode numbers in your post titles as well so they display when browsing your site, Or opening episode web pages. As I shared previously, episode numbers aren't important for the Audacity to Podcast. So I don't put them in my titles. I put them only in the meta information fields. And then Second Line Themes displays those on the website very smartly. So I don't have to put them in the titles because the episode numbers aren't really relevant to you. If, however, the episode numbers are important for the enjoyment of your show, then include the numbers in your post titles. So they display prominently on your site, just like how you might want them to display inside of podcast apps. The next, do not include episode numbers in the HTML title or for social shares. Outside your context, that is your website or a podcast player either on your website or in other places that are only your show. Outside of those contexts, your contexts, episode numbers in the title's Probably won't matter at all, even if they matter to the audience of your show, because they're outside the context of your show. Think about how your episodes display in website search results or when shared on social networks. In these external contexts, the episode numbers are far less relevant and can probably be omitted from the titles, and it won't hurt anything. For example, make your tweet or your search result say, Starting your website as the title instead of five colon starting your website. Because for someone who sees that on the search result, does the five matter? No, it doesn't. And it might even be distracting to them. Why bother with the five there? They don't need to know this is episode five in your mini series about launching your online business. They don't need to know that. They just need to see starting your website. To accomplish this, being able to make your episodes show up differently in search results and social shares, your content management system, or CMS, needs to let you edit the HTML title tag separately from the post title. See, in WordPress, for example, whatever you title your post will, by default, also be the HTML title of that page. And that HTML title will then be in the bookmarks, the tab bar, and what shows in search results and shared out to social media by default. But on WordPress, you need a plugin to be able to give you the extra control to edit the post title and the HTML title separately. Yoast SEO and All-in-One SEO are both free SEO plugins that you can use on your WordPress website, and I have links to those in the notes for this episode. These will give you those additional fields so that you can write your post as you normally would, give it whatever title you think is appropriate to display very prominently on the page, and then below that you'll have a box where you can enter some of the SEO-specific information, and that's where you're overwriting the HTML title. Otherwise, if you don't do this, WordPress would simply use your post title as the HTML title. It's also this HTML title tag that will populate social sharing by default, both The text of the share, like a tweet, when you tweet out an article, it grabs whatever is the HTML title for that page, unless you're clicking a specialized, customized tweet button on the page. And that HTML title also affects how the post might be embedded like a card. Like, for example, when you share a link on Twitter, you might see a preview card or on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and a couple other places like that. That title in your HTML is also the default title that will be used with those card embeds. But other tools let you modify these too, at least to some extent. On WordPress, I like Social Warfare to add social sharing buttons to my posts. And this also lets me customize the text of these buttons. Like the Tweet button, I can entirely customize what text shows up in your tweet when you tap on that Tweet button or the share to Pinterest button. I customize that text. Now, if you have a separate tweet button that you've put in your browser, or something, some extension or something like that, then it's going to use the post title instead of my custom text. But if you tap my tweet button, it uses my text. And this plugin also sets the hidden metadata used for the embeds. Yoast SEO and all-in-one SEO can also do that and edit that hidden metadata. So it would Change how the card looks inside of Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and such by editing some of the back-end metadata, and these plugins will let you easily enter that in a field. The actual HTML, just so you know what kind of to look for, the actual HTML will be much longer, more complicated. It will say meta. It will have a property attribute in it with something like og: colon title. Then a content tag. That's for Facebook. If it says og: colon title. That's what Facebook is using as its title for the embedded preview. Twitter is similar, but just slightly different. You'll see meta and then name equals, it will be Twitter colon title, and then there might also be a content section. So that's where it's defining the title for that embed in Twitter. And these are the embeds, not just however that will show up if someone clicks tweet, but it's if it's embedded in these different places. And a lot of other places just fall back to that OG colon title. OG stands for Open Graph in this case. So they'll use the same title that Facebook is using and the same image that Facebook is using for embedding the URL. Because these titles are generally seen outside your context, the Open Graph title, the Twitter title, the HTML title and that, they probably should not include episode numbers because they're going to be viewed. Outside of your context, and episode numbers just won't be relevant there. So, this is some information about how to put those episode numbers in your titles, which titles to use, and the over complexity of all of that. Now, here's this other question to answer How to write the episode numbers? There are countless conventions for how you actually write the episode numbers in your titles. According to my tests, it seems every app that smartly reads an episode number tag and shows that with the title we will put the number in the front, followed by a period, and then a space, and then the title. For example, five, period, space, starting your website, would be how it would display in these apps that read the episode number field and a title field. I've previously taught some alternative ways of writing episode numbers, primarily using the general suggestion to avoid front-loaded pattern. That's any kind of pattern, verbatim or in format, that repeats across multiple episodes. For example, you frequently see this in show notes where they start every show notes first paragraph with, in this episode we talk about, and you go to the next episode and it's in this episode we talk about, in this episode we talk about, in this episode we talk about. That's a front-loaded pattern. Front-loaded patterns are generally bad. And I think the tiny space an episode number uses is the one possible exception. So if episode numbers are necessary for your audience, then do put the episode number first. But the only way I recommend writing that now is in the smallest way possible. That is, episode number, period, space, and then the episode title, just like many apps will do automatically when they read this information from your more advanced tags. So your title would look like five, period, starting your website. Don't use a pound sign or the word episode. Things like this will only waste space and distract your audience. Just consider how much wider and more pixels it takes for simply a pound sign versus a period. Make it as small as possible, even as few as pixels as possible. Don't use a calling, use a period. Just keep it short, simple, and that's the way many apps will do it automatically when they read those fields. If the episode numbers are not necessary for your audience, then move the episode number to the end of the title. or remove it all together. If it's at the end of the title, then you could write something longer, like episode five, or use some special characters, episode number five, or something like that. And I'm talking about this only in contexts outside of podcast apps. In podcast apps, keep it to that super short way of displaying the episode number places outside of the podcast apps. Then you could consider expanding the episode number and moving it to different places If it's necessary to display the episode number, you might also want to consider this expanded writing style for your website, where it might not be obvious that it's a podcast episode or if it's surrounded by non-podcast posts. But if your website is only about your podcast and only has podcast episodes, then you could be fine to use the short writing format. If your website has a lot of other content, though, then you might want to expand it out so that the five makes sense to your audience. If you're even putting episode numbers in the titles on a website context where you have a lot more content than podcast episodes, you might even want to write podcast episode number five on the end of the title, but that can start looking messy too. Since you usually have more options on a website, I would more highly recommend making a podcast episodes list or page like a widget or a separate page instead of mixing it. All of your episodes in with a list of non podcast content. So that way you don't have to title it differently to differentiate it from the rest of your content. You just put it in a different section and that takes care of it for you. You don't have to make your title suddenly longer, adding podcast episode number, whatever on those titles. The context will make it obvious what it is. Also consider other aspects of your website context to determine how to best write the episode number in your title if at all. For example, if your episode posts are always displayed with episode players or a particular background color or something like that, or even in search results, that it's obvious because of other aspects of your website that this is a podcast episode, then you probably don't need to put that in the title because there are enough other things that communicate that for you. You don't have to be redundant. I no longer recommend the show abbreviation format like I used to do which was at the end of a title, I would add space hyphen space TAP and then the episode number in a three-digit format, actually. In fact, I'll be having these removed from all past episodes. A potentially good reason to do this is when a podcast network offers an RSS feed of all podcasts in the network, and it's necessary to see which episodes are to which show. But even if you're doing that, you could use a different tool, potentially, to insert those abbreviations only into that podcast network feed, but leave them out of the website and out of the normal podcast feed. But besides that, I now also doubt it's even necessary or beneficial to create such an all inclusive feed anyway. I also recommend that you not include any zeros before your episode number. Just write five instead of zero, zero, 005. The whole zero, 00 thing is really for machine sorting and. Most apps now will sort based on actually your published date anyway, not by the title and even a lot of computer apps and such are getting smarter and sorting by the value of the number, not merely its kind of alphabetical order so zero, zero, 5 would be read the same as five, and you'll see this also in some apps that will then put one hundred at the bottom of a list instead of right after one and or right after ten. Because it's looking at the value of the whole number and seeing this is larger than one, it's not just looking at one character at a time and seeing that zero comes after a space and therefore one hundred should come immediately after ten and ten should come immediately after one, that kind of thing. So most systems are getting smarter than that. But besides that, the leading zeros, zero zero five like that, that's just unnecessary. You might do this differently for season and episode indicators, but. Bringing seasons into this would have doubled the length of this episode, so I'm going to discuss season numbers and such in a separate episode. If the episode numbers are already built into your sequential style titles, like chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, and so on, or day one, day two, day five, day six, and so on, then you might not need to write or display the additional episode numbers at all. Just please don't make your episode titles be only chapter one, chapter two. Chapter Three, please give it more than just that, but it's okay if you then write Chapter One, Chapter Two, Chapter Three. Just please make the title more interesting than that. and then that chapter or that day kind of thing, treat that as an episode number and consider that in all of these other factors of whether it should display in different places, like is it necessary in your tweet to say that it's chapter Five? You may decide it is. It may not be. It is a little bit different than an episode number by itself, but you could treat it like an episode number to help you decide whether it's really necessary to share it in these different contexts. So after all of this, are episode numbers worth it? As you can recognize, properly including episode numbers can be complicated with several technical options and multiple contexts to consider. You need to decide whether it's even worth it. You could take the lazy approach, and I would put that in quotation marks, lazy approach, and put the episode numbers in your regular titles and let them then display everywhere, but that could negatively affect the experience in countless places. Plus, Apple wouldn't be really interested in featuring your podcast if you're not leveraging the extra tags that they've provided for you out of the abundance of their heart, even though that's the way podcasts have done it since the beginning, putting the episode numbers in the normal titles. We do have more and better options now that make the audience experience much better. And I do recommend that you leverage these tools so that you improve the audience experience. So maybe none of this is worth the hassle at all. And you could podcast completely without episode numbers. I stopped even mentioning episode numbers with the Audacity to Podcast, now referencing episode web pages. Only by a keyword URL instead of a number URL. And absolutely no one has complained and has made my process easier. Currently, the only place you'll see my essentially meaningless episode numbers, except for some of my tests, is in the file name, the ID3 metadata, and on the web page's meta information. And that's all, at least currently. But I don't speak these numbers to you anymore. I used to say things. To be a little bit redundant and support fallback URLs, I used to say things like "Get the show notes for episode number two hundred at theaudacitytopodcast dot com slash and then whatever the keyword was." But now I don't even speak those numbers. I just say "Get the notes for this episode and share this episode at theaudacitytopodcast dot com slash numbers in titles." You don't know what episode number this is. It doesn't matter to you. That's why I don't speak the numbers. I don't display them prominently anymore. And this gives me the freedom. To reorder episodes however I want. And that freedom is especially handy if I've already recorded episodes and I want to reorder them before I publish them. Maybe I record this episode and I decide, hmm, I don't want to publish this episode right now. I'm going to defer this a month or a couple months. Same episode. I'm not going to change anything about it, but I just want to publish it later or do something that came up instead, some urgent thing to talk about or whatever it is. I want to do that as an episode first. I have that flexibility because there are no episode numbers in this, except in that metadata, which is really easy to edit and you probably don't care about it anyway. So I could move this episode back months if I wanted to, and I don't have to panic about, oh man, I said episode numbers such and such in the episode. Now I've got to go back and edit all of those places, use artificial intelligence to re-synthesize my voice to fix those places, or I need to re-record the episode. You don't have to worry about any of that. If you've never mentioned the episode number in your episode, you can simply change the back-end data, put it the episode where it needs to go, and be done. That freedom is so handy. So what should you do? There are many factors and oh, I hate that some of these things can be so confusing and inconsistent across different apps, within apps, and so many tags and so many conditions to consider, but no matter the processes which will someday improve. It's ultimately your decision to do what's best for your podcast and your audience. And the priority there should be what's best for your audience. Make it work for them. Don't force them into needing it. Optimize the experience for your audience. This has been a longer episode. Complicated and opinions in this episode. Please comment on this episode at audacity2podcast.com slash numbers in titles if you have additional thoughts or follow-up questions. And go there also to share this episode out if you think it was helpful to you and it might be helpful to other podcasters. Please share this episode from that same URL, theaudacitytopodcast.com slash numbers in titles. That's where you can also go to get the links I mentioned, the resources, the screenshots, and all of that at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash numbers in titles. Now that I've given you some of the guts to possibly change something you've been doing for years and taught you some of the tools to actually make that change possible, it's time for you to go start and grow your own podcast for passion and profit. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the TheAudacityToPodcast.com. Please follow me on Twitter at the Daniel J. Lewis, and thanks for listening.